0: Welcome to Across the Rail podcast. Methodist layman dishing hot takes on current events, church stuff, and cultural issues. Our episode today discusses how we keep a positive attitude and encourage each other during the big wait and what we're thinking and doing while we're all homebound and exhibiting initial symptoms of cabin fever. Warning, we're not the men in black from the pulpit, but from the pews across the rail. Our episode today is entitled, Staying Encouraged During the Big Weight. Now, what you may ask, what is the big weight? It's this kind of sitting and, and, and hunkering down in place. Uh, you know, this is a continuing saga from our last podcast, which is the compulsory Sabbath. And this, uh, basically, we're trying to figure out this new normal of sitting at home. Well, the novelty of it's kind of wearing off, isn't it? Um, uh people are uh wanting to get out and do things and uh just talking to anecdotally to some of the folks in my uh business circle uh, their kids are driving them absolutely nuts so how much longer do you think this is going to last Jody I'm guessing 4 to 6 weeks okay that's uh second week of <clears throat> may if it's the 6 interesting interesting uh Ryan, what do you think? How much longer this is going to last? How much longer
1: do I want it to last or how much longer do I think it's going <laughs> to well, last? Well, why don't you delve into down
0: both rabbit holes? Not, uh, not at the same time,
1: though. I'd like for this thing to end, like, right now, like tomorrow. But ain't going to happen. I'm a realistic person. Uh, we're going to be stuck with this for quite some time. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, I do believe that uh, I think we're going to see it a little longer than Jody's uh, estimate. I think we're gonna be looking at till June, honestly. I think we're
0: gonna be until June. Wow. There's gonna be. I, I, has anybody looked? Well, but yeah, I'm not gonna go down that rabbit. I track. might be down the kid by then. But <laughs> we gonna.
1: might. This might not by your kid. own hand, Sure. No. Negative. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, John. What do you think? Give me your. Give me your uh, uh, crystal ball view well, when this thing is over.
2: Uh, i'm I'm hoping that uh we're gonna see some leveling off here in hopefully the next six weeks on there and uh, we're uh, hopefully start seeing businesses uh, moving From your mouth forward, to god's ears you know oh if gosh. that's possible uh, I know s- several industries are still continuing to uh, to uh, move forward on there um, uh it, it is a uh, unnecessary uh unnecessary uh, uh well I mean, let me let me back that up it is a necessary step that we practice the social dis- distancing and for our own safety that's a tough word right there um, no just that <laughs> mental
0: image before we uh, came on the podcast to what jody said okay i'm i'm Yes, uh, I'm struggling, folks, right here.
2: My kids are grown, so uh, so I'm I'm not used to having them around. So uh, so I'm kind of enjoying uh, a little bit of uh, face time with with the kids on there. So uh, uh, I haven't uh, haven't had that urge to uh, make them disappear yet. So uh, I'm
0: in good good standings right now. Well, truth in advertising is uh, Ryan is the parent of two small children. And uh, so, our, our thoughts and prayers uh, are going your way. Much appreciated. Um, you know, I, 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 this is this is sooner than later for me. I I hope by Easter that the uh, the lockdown of the Methodist Church ends. And by the way, we're still sitting in our church, which is empty on the Lord's Day, which is a a a big downer. I miss being in the presence of of my brothers in Christ. I miss the presence of the Lord. I miss the communal worship. I miss the Sunday school. Um, it, this this cannot end for me soon enough. Uh, on a secular and an economic uh, viewpoint, uh, anybody looked at the numbers, the unemployment uh, numbers oh, in the yeah. U.S. lately? As yes. of Friday, 3,800,000. 3. Yeah. But you know, it was, it, in the last four weeks but uh, you know
2: and those are just temporary numbers guys temporary numbers. Okay, it's easy to lay people
0: off, it's a whole lot harder to get it racked up again because as soon as everybody says okay, we're ready to come out and play, not everybody's going to go to a restaurant, not everybody's going to go to a hotel because you've got to schedule things in the business world you just can't all of a sudden show up and reignite your schedule because things change, priorities change, and you can't put that genie back in that box. But I
2: think in 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 a smaller scale, if you look locally on there, you're gonna have people say i've been cooped up in my house for 12 weeks i haven't been in a restaurant for 12 weeks i'm gonna go out and eat dinner tonight. i
3: actually agree with uh John, on this one, I think that you're and you're. I,
0: I agree I, I, with you I think too. It, it, as a
2: business, it's gonna it's gonna take a little time to ramp it back up.
0: I think it will absolutely now, bounce back okay. completely. When when you say the retail level, the restaurants, absolutely. But I'm talking business I travel and longer term things because I just can't show up at one of my customers. Well, right, but, but it but, has to be scheduled in advance. Right, right. So. I,
2: I, I, under, I understand that. But 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 to sit there and say that you know all hope is lost and all these no, and these are not people numbers. are permanently unemployed. I don't think
0: that at all. I think, but those people are not paying sales tax. Nope. No, they're not. <laughs> this, right. is Listen, gonna, this is good. This is we've dropped a big drain. rock into a big pond, <laughs> and somebody's going to have a tsunami. Go, Jody.
3: And that's what it is, Greg. It's a tsunami, which has an effect coming in, and it has an effect going out.
0: Absolutely. And
2: uh, I, I, I agree. You know. That.
3: Uh, What bothers me about the whole situation is, just like we have the ability to forecast a hurricane well before its impending arrival, we were able to see this. We were able to see this coming. Did we take the the drastic steps necessary to keep these numbers as low as possible? Absolutely not. We stood on, I'm an American, and by golly, you're not going to tell me to stay in my house. And now we're seeing, we're seeing the results of that fallacy of principle being played out right now. We've got the governor of New York threatening to sue the president of the United States over a possible quarantining of certain areas of New York right now, and I think that the, that the president should do that. I think the governor needs to step down in this case. Uh we should've already went from recommending people well, from New York not be going to Florida well, and other places. Well, you know,
2: how about how about the uh, the governors like in in some, some some states throughout that are not doing anything right. on there. That that you know you got states that uh, I I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh in the state of Tennessee. Yeah. They're ranked number 13 in the number of uh their, their governor hasn't done anything. You know, and, and as a matter of fact, they're asking—they're asking, uh, they're asking uh, the mayors to act. on well, right. doing the home quarantine. That's exactly
3: right, and that is passing the buck. Shame, my shame on the governor yeah, for that. That is passing the buck. Oh, shame okay, on well, the now for that. now
0: let's—you—you you guys brought this up, so let's go down this road. You've got New York, which is the focus, the epicenter. That's the epicenter of this thing. Absolutely, right? Manhattan. Let's be clear: not upstate, not. West State, part of New York. So that, because you go to Long Island, because people live in Connecticut that work in the city, people that live in northern New Jersey that work in the city. So when things cross state lines, it is appropriate for the president to involve because the governor of New York can't do anything about Connecticut or New Jersey. Right, it's jurisdiction. So at that point, the the president can say, you know, for these five boroughs of New York, Long Island, Greenwich County, and and, wherever the counties are, he can say, y'all need to shut it down because we got a problem here. Well, you can say the same thing about Washington.
2: You know, you got people living in Virginia. You got people living throughout.
0: Except... You have some critical things that have to be supported, and I mean DOD-wise. Then they need to be
2: camped out uh, in Washington and not uh, hurrying back. Fair and, enough. Uh, yeah, and, no, and, I do and, agree and, with that. And, Fair and, enough. And living and bringing right you back they, into the Right. They need r- to Virginia be, you know, if you're market. a
0: critical person and a critical part of the government, defense probably, yeah, you probably need to stay... Pretty close to where you work, and not go home—Northern Virginia or Maryland or wherever. I agree with that. Um, you know, it, it's it's um, it, it's fascinating to me how how well we've adapted to this. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can I can imagine if you, this happened 30 years ago, this would have so much further economic drastic ramifications. I mean, mm-hmm. most of us still can do our jobs remotely thanks to the, the digital, digital economy, thanks to the internet and things that have been developed. I can only imagine the 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 H E double hockey sticks that would have been wreaked on this economy without that. Okay? So uh thank you John. I, I will <laughs> put my word. contribution in the spelled out <laughs> curse jar. But yeah, I mean it, it. Yeah, go this back, rewind this thirty years. We have a huge problem. Oh, right now, absolutely. Another thing we have to. W- at what point did we become so modern and so advanced that we forgot about di- about pathogenic issues in right. humanity? Just look backwards in history. We don't have to go too far, and yet we think as modern people we don't have to worry about right. this. And this is nature's little reminder of. Hello, I'm still here, and random things happen that just throws a look because we're the same people from well, <laughs> the bubonic plague to here it 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 just you know we have better medicine and better technologies, but random things still upset our apple
2: cart. I absolutely think that people people think that they're you know this ain't gonna happen to me on uh, um, that's what everybody uh, you
0: thinks. know
2: they're gonna go and you know just like we made the comment last last week about the 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 uh, kids, uh, kids coming into Miami for for spring break right. on there, you know, people are selfish on there by nature. Well, they just but, do what they want to do. Yeah, that's exactly right, well, and that's and, and, and you're right. Na- yeah. Nature, nature does knock on the door and say, "Hey, yeah, you remember me on there?" Just like any natural disaster, we don't have any control over a natural disaster on there. And, and we're, well, that's and, a
0: big word, John. Control. We and, are completely out of
2: it. Well, and, and that's it. In 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 our society, we we our businesses, we want to control everything, every aspect of that. Well, guess what? We can't control this. We can to a certain certain uh, certain we amount
1: control, but we can contain. We can contain. Correct.
3: <laughs> See, and I think we're doing a pretty sorry job
0: of containment at, at this the, at this point. Absolutely. <clears throat> I, I would agree. Now, now. Again, I'm the contrarian on this. How do you contain it, Jody, and not completely wreck the economy?
2: Okay, so l- let me throw this question out okay, to you guys. Go ahead, okay, uh, I, I want to ask you this question. Now, had had on the very boy,
0: John sounds a whole lot like Jody.
2: Thank you. Uh, no. no, here and, and here's a question for you. Had we had we let the president sit there and say? You know, the whole United States is quarantined for three weeks. Everyone's at home on there, and and we would deal with the 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 this this pandemic uh, within a three-week period, which is what a 14-day uh, well, period, r- roughly on there. 14. You 10. know, what would be the outcome had had we let the president go ahead and shut everything down? We're dealing with three, maybe four weeks of of shutdown versus. You know, we're talking Mayor June. We don't you know?
1: know because he didn't do it.
2: Well, well, that's what I'm saying. We I'm chose
3: not. to delay the pain. Exactly. You know? And unfortunately, the pain's probably going to be a little more drawn out because we chose the latter.
2: Because we're selfish people. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. You know... Yes, and the at the end, John, you're exactly right. It's self-preservation. Each person looks after his self and his family, or herself or her family. folks still listening full.
0: in, this is huge. Uh, rarely do we have the Jody and John agree. So
1: yeah. we we agree more than you think,
0: Andrew.
1: Yeah. Here's the thing that that gets me. Um, history is a good educator. As far as it repeats itself. If you don't, you die. Exactly. <laughs> it tends to repeat itself. Much. And, <clears throat> you know, if we learn anything from previous viruses, previous pandemics, whatever the case may be, the closest thing we can compare this to, we're all in agreement, is 1918-1919 right? 1919, Spanish flu. Right. Okay. The first wave was not that bad. Correct. Of the Spanish flu. It was the second wave. That's where it got everybody. So... If we don't get a handle on this thing now, and this is early, early on with this thing, what's going to happen?
0: And, and the longer this thing continues to go, that, that's a good point, Ryan. And again, none of us are, are uh, virologists or, or we're not into bacteria or virus studies. But that being said, viruses mutate and that's what happened in the Spanish flu. It was gone, it went on, it went away, it mutated, came back extremely more virulent than the previous one. And if they didn't knock it out in the first one and get it down, it came back with a vengeance and that that is a valid concern. Now, sweeping back and going back to to Americans, I'm going to tell you it, it, Yesterday, everybody was outside. Where we live, it was sunny and warm, which has been a drastic difference from being rainy and cool since January. So, I mean, everybody that was able to get out and walk was outside yapping with each other, talking with each other, walking their dogs. Now, we weren't slapping each other and touching each other, but the point being is there is a pent-up desire to get out and get back to to work or get back to your normal lives. And the longer the government tamps that down, the more disobedience it's going to be like herding cats.
2: Well, you know, I just read an article where, uh, uh, I think it was Manhattan Beach, that some surfers went out on their own after the, the, the ordinances come in, don't go onto the beach. Got to find a $1,000 citation for going out and, uh, and uh, surfing on their own. You know, there you go. Well,
0: I, it, where, where the government can, they thump, but the government can't be everywhere at once. Well, they can't be. You yeah. know,
3: we, in the end, Greg, we have to police ourselves. There you go. This should not have to be a government response, right?
0: I'm just saying our, our DNA is resistance. Right. We want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. And and this tamp down righteous for the for the moment I will agree that that's a probably good thing. It can't go on forever cuz people are going to start to say to heck with this. I'm doing my own thing. And you can't you can't force 330 million people if they don't want to do it, you're not going to force them. There's not enough True. police and soldiers well, then, and then, helicopters
2: then, or anything. Then they don't need to be complaining when uh, people start dying. Yeah, exactly. You know? it, but but the, but
0: that's the point. That's the problem we you have, know, John. We, this we, whole we, thing—we're
2: we're playing the blame game. You know, uh oh, president didn't do this. Yeah, it's you know, the my government fault. didn't do this. Yeah. Come on. You 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 got but human thinking. nature
0: being what it is. It's going to be just like an and 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 the the Spanish flu. Was, was, you know, the reason it was so bad is because we had better forms of transportation. Mm-hmm. We had trains. We had boats. You had a war going on, mm-hmm. which troops, people were moving all about. If people take that back 30 years into the 1880s, people are not moving that quickly. And and they're not moving around that much. It would have been a much smaller right, thing. Exactly. And and what has exacerbated this COVID nineteen is airplanes flying back we're and moving forth. That much faster. That's right. We're moving that much faster. Go ahead,
2: John. You know it amazes me during this time when you know people are, are up in arms uh, over this, yet people find time to to uh, uh, humor themselves by doing ridiculous pranks. Uh, for example, and, and Greg, you know where I'm going. Thank you,
0: Jesus, for the meme. Yeah,
2: yeah, really. It, 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 is, it is, is, I woke up many mornings. laughing this morning, but you know, for instance, that 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 uh, that lady that uh, coughed all over the produce oh, on there—that was know, digital justice, right there. You know, I, I. You know, at the time, I'm sure she thought it was really funny oh, that yeah. she did that. But the four felony charges that she was to charged to that's really that's <laughs> what i found was really really <laughs> funny <laughs> thirty five thousand dollars worth of wasted produce on a prank that that's that's not funny that's just
3: stupid well what's uh, what's some of the positives here i mean uh, America has rediscovered it does have a kitchen people are eating at home for a for a change you know it's amazing how many people within my little circle that I know that don't even bother to cook. They're always depending on somebody else to feed them. Right. So that's one thing that's positive. Yesterday, I don't necessarily consider that a negative, Greg. People can get outside and enjoy the great outdoors. If it were a typical day yesterday, the sun was shining and we had the freedom to do whatever we want, how many of them would have been packed up in theaters, running around at the malls, not really enjoying the fresh air outside and the beautiful sunshine? Or their sunshine? neighbors. Exactly. Right.
2: So, you know... I didn't get to enjoy any neighbors. I got to enjoy a nice big honeydew list. Down there. Yeah. And so well, I got a l- go. lot of land... But I'm telling you,
0: I wouldn't have been inside I for be anything. A, I, I, have have anything. I was happy to be out trimming you trees know, and doing
3: stuff. The point being... Uh, you know, people were practicing, I think for the most part outside, you know, social distancing. And, you know, that's fine and dandy. I never got that close to my neighbor to begin with. You know, we right. usually had about six feet apart or maybe a it's fence. Good you've got a 12 foot We wall love our, our neighbor, but at a distance. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, when we're indoors, just like right here where we're at, we're technically, the four of us are in violation of social distancing. Shh. <laughs> hey, we just tell it like it is.
0: don't tell it I'm governor.
3: six feet away from you. <clears throat> Wait a minute, you're close Ryan here I as can far just, as you know, know,
0: we are practicing social,
3: distancing. but my point is we're in a confined room. there is no air circulation in this room at this point, so uh, yeah, it's much safer to be outside and enjoy the sunshine.
2: Well, we tried that last week, and the squirrel took the uh the mic so uh, but we're work. also
1: very blessed to live in an area to where it's not such a huge concern as far as But it should be a bit well, no I, what I mean high population, what I mean is close quarters, you know, population and all that stuff. So so Think Manhattan.
0: You know where eight and a did, half million people live in about twenty square miles. Yeah, yeah, that's that, what I'm talking yeah, about. I
3: just want to go on record and like, say, John, I love you. Three <laughs> podcasts back <laughs> Your opinion was so different. You've come to join No, no The Brilliant
1: no. Minds wow.
2: you know On this th- side of the yes. table. Statistically, Welcome, my brother. Statistically <laughs> statistically, <laughs> statistically there have been worse worse things happening. to We're you having an nation. online opinion right here. You know, statistically we've we've had worse <laughs> situations happen in the United States. Now uh, now yes, I've I, I have turned the corner a little bit on on the pandemic on I, I still think that uh, I still believe that uh that uh, this is going to be a shorter, shorter term than, than what uh, Ryan, Ryan... No, uh, not really. Could you,
1: you say that it'd be you one You know, down the, the, the,
2: the question that I have is, what are the birth rates going to be nine months from now? And, uh, and secondly, probably most important, is, what are the divorce rates going to be uh, <laughs> shortly after this thing is over? You know, <laughs> well, that's hey, both... That's if
0: <laughs> you can survive this thing, you can survive it. That's, that's right. right. Well, love and hate are... Opposite ends of the same emotion. Yeah, they're four-letter so, words. Yeah, like that's, things, that's right? it. But yeah. um, but speaking, you know, if there is a baby boom, there's going to be a need for more travel, and if there's a need for more travel, there's need for more air travel, and if you want to keep your airframe in good operating condition, if you want to do anything, you would probably call folks like Innovative Tooling Services. Who's that? Well, they they sell fastener installation tooling and hole preparation tooling and all types of equipment to prep the structure, the aircraft structure, to uh, uh, receive a structural fastener or the reverse of that, taking one out when it gets to the airlines and they have to do uh, severe structural maintenance. So, Innovative Tooling has all of those tools, hand and power tools, uh, any type of, of fastening system, whether it's... Uh, uh, helicopter or fixed wing or what we call one-way aircraft, which are missiles. and uh, But anything <laughs> that flies, uh, they handle and they can, uh, they, they can do that. So give Innovative Tooling Services a call. They're at 1-800-832-7009 or look them up on the interwebs at InnovativeTooling.com. You know, Greg, uh, we're, we're going to change your name to
2: Butter, because that was really smooth how you uh, interjected that. Well, so you know, I, I get smooth. called a lot of
0: things, so we'll just leave, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. And we'll be right back. All right. We're going to call
2: you Cream Cheese now.
1: Cream.
0: Okay, we're back so you know in all of this stuff it, the, the continuing saga of the big weight uh, where we're just kind of in this holding pattern forever uh, what gives us all hope and encouragement uh, during this time
2: uh, personally I think the the, the humor that is uh, that is all over the internet uh, which keeps me like- in a positive mood just for example I was just reading uh, you know the question that I asked earlier about birth rates on there I was just reading this little meme saying, uh, with the birth rates uh, going to explode, the, the next generation is going to be called uh, coronals. <laughs> wow.
0: That's crazy stuff. Now, oh, that's funny. Who else does have, uh, does anybody have any uh, uh, scripture or any, uh, any, any words of, of, of the Lord that are encouraging?
1: Here's what I'll say. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I'm very active within... Uh, a recovery ministry, and um, I find hope through all this. By it, it reminds me a lot of that because we have absolutely no control over this whole situation. We can do what is best for us in a way, as far as you know, uh, adhering to the guidelines that have been set forth, as far as social distancing and whatnot. But overall, we have absolutely no control. I, I mean, it, we have no control. So it reminds me on the daily that how little control i have in my life period and it's only through that total and complete surrender
0: that's
3: exactly right
1: that and it's just it, like i said it's just a reminder that surrender you know what it, what,
2: what, what amazes me right there is, is 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 and i'm going to use this right here is our our grandparents were called uh, were called to war you know that mentality in, in our time we're called to practice social distancing and quit hoarding toilet paper, you know. What a difference. You know, that's kind of funny. I don't get any land from you guys, come on. Jody?
3: Well, for me, you know, I think about uh, King David and some of the struggles that he went through. You know, uh, he was responsible. A lot of uh, A lot of people's family members died under him okay Mm -hmm. at one point they were literally calling for his head right okay and you know in psalm 42 verse 5 he said why my soul are you downcast why so disturbed within me put your hope in god for i will yet praise him my savior and my god and i think that uh, first samuel 36 said that david found strength in the lord And that's where we have to draw our hope and our strength. You know, we have to remind it that even though it may not look good, that this is temporal. Right. And that's how we have to keep it focused. And my thing is, uh, whether I live or whether I die, and I'm going to take every possible precaution to see that I live, but if I die, I gain. So
2: you know, here's a question um, I'm asking you guys: Then, what steps are we doing during this time to continue to spread God's word through it? You know, because you know we don't want to be six feet close to somebody. How are we showing that that that, that agape? You know, that Christ love for our fellow man.
1: Reaching out, calling those people that exactly. are the highest risk people. Texting Yeah, just doing their part to say, hey, you know, thinking about you, praying for you. Do you need anything? Is there anything I can do for you?
2: Because life, normal life still continues even through this. Absolutely.
0: Well, one of the things that our Sunday school class has done is we've uh, let uh, some of our older members know that, that we are willing to do errands to go pick up things at the store. So if any of our more compromised... Uh, elderly members can't get out and, and do that, that's something that the younger folk can do and and leave it on the doorstep, ring the door, you know, and uh, uh, do that for them. Uh, so I think that's where we're the hands and feet of Christ. I know that some uh, folks are actually having neighborhood uh, church services yeah. uh, in in their neighborhood and, of course, obviously maintaining that good social distancing. But in times where churches are closed, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have to be obedient to the to the bishop's call, even though uh, it kind of annoys me. Uh, but the church is not the building. The church is outside. And and just like uh, John Wesley back in the day, he determined to become more vile, meaning that he got out of the church and started preaching in the fields and in the coal mines and stuff like that. We have to do the same. We have to think like Jesus and bring the gospel to the people wherever the people are. That's where the gospel has to be preached and hope has to be spread. Now, you had something.
2: Well, I, I was just going to say one of the things that uh, that I'm participating in. Uh, I decided to uh, to uh, uh, do a Bible study at at a different church, different than a Methodist. Can you believe that? And uh, I was very pleased to uh, to talk to the pastor of that church, and uh, they're they're going to be having their their weekly Bible study uh, via Skype on there uh, and asked if we would want to continue to participate in that and absolutely want to do that on there. So uh, there are things that we can do to continue to study and study the Word and, and go out and minister to people without coming in close contact, so to speak,
0: on there. One of the things that also gives me hope from the the, the Word of God is uh, we don't serve a God that is unaware, mm-hmm. and that is not and that is not unconcerned. Right. Uh, right. You know, we look at our story, and as good Christian folk, we think our story begins at Pentecost or maybe back further. It begins with Jesus. No, because God started calling a particular people in the beginning with mm-hmm. Abraham. And if you look at when the, the children of Israel were getting ready, when when God called Moses to go deliver the people, he was, uh, God sent a burning bush, and then uh, while he was sitting there taking his sandals off, God talks to him like a Dutch uncle. And this is in uh, Exodus chapter 3, verse 7 through 12. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. I've heard their cry because of their mask taskmasters, and for I know their sorrows. So here's a God that sees, that hears, and understands that his folks are in trouble. So, and going on with verse 8, So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and bring them up from a land from that land to a good and large land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and all the Ites, Skipping that, now verse nine. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppress them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Now, here's here's the money shot. Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? God said, I will certainly be with you, one, And this shall be a sign that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Now that's key because God says, what's going to show that I'm with you is in the future, you're going to worship me right here on this very mountain. So God is not only a God that understands the cry of of, of the people that that are are weary and and the people that are oppressed and the people that are sick and tired of being sick and tired god says i am also the god of the future Mm -hmm. i'm gonna bring you to a place and you're gonna see me and worship me right here on this mountain after all this stuff is over that gives me hope and also when you read in in the you know when we go through the liturgy of the communion Mm -hmm. jesus says he took the 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 cup and he blessed it and he said you know, this is my blood shed for the remission of sins. I will no longer enjoy the fruit of the vine till I again enjoy it with you in the when I come into my new kingdom. And so that tells us that regardless, like Jody was saying, whether I live or die, there is hope that God has got this in his hand and we're all on death row anyway.
1: That's right.
2: It's Absolutely. just, it's
0: not a matter of if, That's it's a matter of when. You're, you're and, right. and so we have to keep that eternal perspective that when I put my full faith, my surrender, as Ryan said, into God's mercy, his competency, and his everlasting uh, you know, power, uh, I have really no nothing to fear. It's yeah, kind of yeah, like old oh, uh, FDR. The only thing we have to fear is fear, fear itself. itself. Well,
1: I'm gonna throw out one more, just because it says fear, Isaiah forty one ten. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand.
0: Uh, I'm gonna to go to uh I'm gonna go to first John. Anybody else got any scripture verses yeah. before we Yeah,
3: I'm gonna throw this out. This is actually a repeat scripture. Uh Ryan brought this one up a couple of weeks ago, but it's still bears repeating and that is the second chronicle seven fourteen. absolutely if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven and i will forgive their sin and heal their land Amen. maybe uh
0: maybe in a future cast we need to discuss is this natural evil or is this the judgment of god I'm not going to go there right now. I right. just—I was just thinking about that okay. while you are going through there. That's,
2: yeah. that's a 40-minute conversation. That's a pretty heavy, uh,
0: yeah, that's a pretty heavy. And I'm using the big industrial strength Bible here. You might be able to hear the the pages being turned. But uh, 1 John four eighteen, And this is what I love about being what I am, a good, uh, good old Wesleyan boy. As soon as I can turn it, these pages are so small. Here we go. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear Mm -hmm. because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Now, that's right down the old Wesleyan wheelhouse there because we believe in perfect love. We believe that we can love perfectly. We aspire to being filled with love so that we are no longer out of the sin business. That's the optimism of grace. And you know, perfect love casts out fear. If we love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and our neighbors as ourselves, there is we are no longer slaves to fear. Amen. Like the new song that you hear, that and that that mean that's the optimism of grace that I love about being a Wesleyan Methodist. That we love God. We're not afraid to engage with God. God's got this, and and we. Fear out of the way because I love and God loves me. And why can we do that? Because we love because he first loved us. Amen. Yep. Amen. Yep. Well, I think that's a good, good place to, to stop. Um, so as we end the podcast, you can find this episode and other Across Rail podcast episodes on popular platforms like Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you do listen on iTunes, please take time to give us a five-star rating. If you have any questions on this or any other episode, please send your comments, cheers, or jeers to comments at AcrossTheRail.com com, or look up Across the Rail podcast on the Twitters by our handle at across underscore rail, and on Facebook at Across the Rail podcast. Please give us a like there and leave us any feedback or question. And again, thank you all so much for listening. So, who wants the uh, any final words of wisdom, John? You're just about to blow up.
2: No, not me, not me. I just, just. Stay calm. Uh, pray to God every day. Just uh, You should be doing that anyways. And uh, take and online communion. And take... Stop. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no.
2: I will give you the sacrament from 60.
0: No, you just gotta catch it. no, you just no. just got to catch it. Yeah. Ooh, we just started a Wesleyan war right there. <laughs> okay. Well, I tell you what. Uh, who wants to pray us out?
1: I'll do it. Go ahead, Ryan. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, Lord, for this opportunity together and just to uh, have some worship time, actually, with my brothers here, and, and just uh, talk about you and your love, Lord. Uh, please be with each person out there today, Lord, those who are struggling, those who are on the front lines dealing with this virus, those who are have it. Uh, I pray that you will just heal them and just be with those people, Lord, and just lift them up. Uh, we find hope in you. We know that you are there. We You love us and that you see all this taking place, and you just want us to cry out and to worship you during it, Lord, and just to thank you for everything and, and to know that this too shall pass. Uh, be with us as we leave this place today and, and be with each person out there to stay calm, stay safe, and just above all to, to know that, that you're with us. In Jesus' name I ask these things. Amen. Amen.